that two-point conversion against Houston, I don't think that was like a touchdown right there. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I don't Understood. think he was in. Okay. All right. We still reminiscing on, on on the game. I understand it was a it was a hurtful loss uh, that they took to the Titans. I meant to the Texans. Oops. <laughs> uh, to the Texans. But it was a hurtful loss. I know y'all still reminiscing about it. Um, all right, cool. Anything else you want to say about the Bills? Um, I mean that one uh, kickoff to Houston. Um, after that dude got the ball and they handed it or they tossed it to the ref and the Bills got it, I think they should have called that as a touchdown. Oh yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, and again, the NFL already apologized for missing that call, which is sad. Uh, it's too late, though. <laughs> too late. But nevertheless. Yeah, it was a tough game, so. Yeah. Nevertheless. Um, that's something else we'll talk about in another show, too. Uh, Hunter, anything else? Uh, no, that's all. All right. Hunter, I want to thank you for calling in. Thank you again for calling in, tuning in. Yeah. All right. We got another caller on the line. Here we go. Caller, what's up? What's up, Ron? Oh, not much. I I got plenty I can speak on Dayball with. Oh, Dayball. Listen, I'm going to employ Cleveland. Please, please reconsider. Good. Um, I was 
we are his replacement. I'm If you ask me. Uh, Ken Dorsey? Yes, sir. Okay. Understandable. Um, let me get to some of these comments real quick. Hey, Tierra, what's up? Walter, what's up? Ernest, what's up? Michelle, what's up? Hey, Aaliyah, what's going on? Shout out to you guys in the 716. What's up? Ethan Sweeter, what's up? William McKenzie, what's up? Um, Bills need to move forward from them. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Paul Robinson, what's up? You're a Seahawks fan. I see you. Um, Adrian, what's good? L. Ravens in the house. Uh, what's going on? Thank you for t- tuning in to the number one sports family in the world and the number one sports television show, which is, of course, Rise Up Sports uh, show. And um, I agree. I think Norv Turner would be a good a good pick. I think Norv Turner is really good. Yeah. Uh, even Kevin Stefanski, if he doesn't if he doesn't get the head coaching job in Cleveland, I think Kevin Stefanski would be a really good pick as well. <coughs> Rod Thomas, go ahead, brother. What's the from Kansas City? Ah, okay. Kansas City's offensive coordinator, who is Eric Bieniemy. That's right, Eric Bieniemy. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, all good picks, all good choices for uh, OC, all of them. But I think, I think, I want to say that at least one or two of them will be head coaches before it's all over. Yeah. Um. All right. Um. I want to also talk about. Well, let me get you guys' thoughts real quick on Brian Dabble. Let me get Dennis' thoughts. Dennis, what was your thoughts? I'm going to keep it real with you. And I know ain't nobody in Buffalo going to agree with me on this. But I guess that's why I am the ignorant thinker. I think things differently. I think if you go out this offseason and get an offensive line and you go get you a number one wide receiver, I think you may see a different Dabble. Now, the fact that he threw the ball 40 times in the playoff game when he should have been running the ball I think it's due to the fact that your offensive line was so poor that they couldn't run by. But I think if you fix that situation up and fix your offensive line up and, you know, they actually become a run-blocking machine, I think you'll have no problem calling run plays. So here's – so I, I heard the – Okay, well, can, I, can, I, can I rebuttal that real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Ron. Okay. What what was the um, the Texans? What what did they rank in um, pass defense? Uh, well, only thing, only reason why I'm not going by the rankings because the playoffs and all that goes out the window once you reach the playoffs. I mean, we've seen it time and time before, so I can't. I don't go by rankings once it hits the playoffs. Yeah, normally, but, yeah, but I, they were like last, dude. Like, right? I, his play calling. Look, if they do that, if they go out and they and they do that, they get pieces they need. If they all can show, you know, better play calling because maybe he does have better weapons, then great, he let him stay. Mm. But as of right now, at this moment, I just don't see it. It's too sporadic. Right, but hold on. Let me let me finish this real quick. Hold on, Ryan. Let me finish this. And the first half, y'all y'all did that. Uh, that uh, quarterback keeper play, you know, uh, was I would say, uh, old school be called power right, power right quarterback keep, where he ran to the right, uh, the two, the guard and the center pull. Everybody made they block. That was in the first half. Went for about forty yards, right? Yep. Okay. They did that same play again in the second half, 
The tight end missed his block, which allows Zach Cunningham to come over and make that tackle. Yes. Like like some of these some of these plays ain't bad plays. Some of them is just bad execution. I would agree with that. I agree. That's why I was like, you know, I, I look at the good, the bad, and the ugly on things. So that's why I said, you know, give that bow a, a that play. Do you remember? Say it again. Who was the tight end in on that game? On that play? Uh, I don't know, but he went pointing like a motherfucker. I, I mean, he went pointing. I don't know who it was. I don't know. Who it was. He went pointing, though. He was pointing. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was Knox or or Sweeney. I think it was Sweeney. I don't think it was Knox. I don't think it was Knox either, but I, I'm pretty sure it was one of the newer guys. Yeah. It was. It was actually. Actually, it was Sweeney on the play. The play that you're, okay. you're talking in question of, about. It was definitely Sweeney. But here's the thing. Um, I will say this, Dennis Holmes. It's interesting that you say that. How many rushing yards did the Buffalo Bills have in that game? Uh, nah, no, it wasn't enough. I can tell you that. <laughs> say, hold on. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Say what you just said. Again. Not enough. Not exactly. enough. That's. That's why you don't throw the ball forty six times in a game. But exactly. at the at the same time, he he he. he finish up. Uh. The, the other thing is too, you only ran Devin Singletary thirteen times, and he averaged almost five yards a carry. Mm. Josh Allen ran the ball nine times for ninety two yards in that game. They almost had a hundred and sixty five seventy yards of rushing. That's why you don't throw the ball forty six times. If you know that, if you know that you're that you can run like that. You needed to run the ball more. I think Devin Singletary should have got the ball at least seven more times. But. Uh, and in crucial moments, like the first and 10 at the 25, when you throw a pass all the way down, uh, just out of bounds. Like, come on, man. Like, seriously. But this is my thing. I, I think, I also think y'all going to have to get rid of Frank Gore because he's kind of the reason that the run game went stagnant. I like him, but it was like. Let's free Frank. Let's just feed Frank, and then we'll give this Devin a little bit. That's what it seemed like to me. Yeah, but here's here's the issue with that. Um, I think Buffalo Buffalo Bills are not going to commit to Frank Gore coming up this season. I think it's over. Then that's a good thing. And again, I told you the real reason why they even brought Frank Gore in originally was for Shady McCoy, which was stupid. Uh, which I'll, I'll say it again, and I'll, I'll say that to the cows come home. Um, that's why they brought him in. And that's why he's going to be shipped out. That that's the that's the reason. But my thing, go ahead, Ron, real quick, Ron. Uh, what, time. what was stupid was when y'all let Shannon McCoy go. That was stupid. Mm. Uh, now, see, here we go. Now you know there's difference of opinion when it comes down to Shady McCoy. Oh, I'm not finished. Letting Shady McCoy was was silly. Letting him go. I'm not finished. But go ahead, I could have got something for Shaden McCoy two years ago. Even last year. Last year we offered y'all. Last year and Philly Duffy, your Eagles, were talking to the Bills about that, and y'all said no. Correct. Agreed. I yeah. agree, right. Right, you're saying the same sentiments that I, I'm saying that I've said for the last year and a half, two years, and I agree. We were saying that all year. <laughs> last right, year. Uh, it just blow my mind. Like, y'all could really have 
conversation about who the Buffalo Bills actually need, what pieces they should pick up uh, as the offseason begins. Um, who do you think they should pick up? I'll start with the caller, Ron Enix. Who do you think they need to pick up? Are we talking free agency, draft, or everything? Everything. Give me a quick synopsis. Um, <clears throat> okay, draft. I, I already have my, my draft one. My draft want would be T. Higgins. Okay, in the first round. I, I'm not quite sure if he'll be there. Um, but, I mean, and if we don't get him, that's okay because this is a pretty deep year for wide receivers. <clears throat> um, but, and with, with that sentiment, I'm also going to say this. If you do go wide receiver, please get one over six foot. For the love of God, you know, aim for 6'3", bigger, you know. Um, for free agency, it's it's highly helpful because I don't think he likes cold weather, but I, I would aim for Amari Cooper. Mm, okay. if, if, we, if, if we think that a true number one would help us, then yeah, try, try for Amari Cooper. Um, although Bean's not the kind of guy to throw a bundle of money at somebody, and I'm sure it would take quite the bag to get him to come to Buffalo. Uh, I think we need a pass rusher. Maybe, maybe get a, a tackle, a defensive tackle, and a defensive end. Because we've got to fill some spots. And if we can, I, I know there's a lot of naysayers, but I say bring back Lawson and um, Jordan Phillips. Mm. Naysayers more on Lawson than Phillips, correct? Uh, no, actually, more naysayers on uh, Phillips because Phillips is going to want a big contract. Most of the people I've seen are saying bring Lawson back let Phillips walk. No. I, I, I disagree. I, I say bring them both back. Totally disagree. Absolutely atrocious. Because we, we've seen how they build contracts. That's one thing Bean does very well. He builds contracts very smartly. Agreed. Alright, uh, Ron Thomas, what's up? Um, I would say, I, I would say Jorge Cooper from Dallas. They're your number one wide receiver. You already got Duke right there. He'd be the number two. Uh. Go get an uh, old lineman out of the draft. Uh, a pass rusher. Or go get a, um, a linebacker, Simmons. Well, um, uh, Clemson. Try it up. Yeah. All right. Um, Dennis, your thoughts? Um, I, I say you got to hit the old line market heavy. 
There's a guard that plays for um, the Washington Redskins, Brandon Sharif, I think is it, or Sheriff, whatever his name is. Yeah, Sharif. Yep. Yeah. Sheriff. I say you go get him because he's he's a run blocking guard. Um, I think you go get Cody to play, make him play the other guard, and then you go get a tackle. Go get you a solidified right tackle over there. So that way you can move things up on your offensive line. Um, I do think you you go after Amari Cooper, but if the asking price is too high because, you know, Dallas still can match it because he's a restricted free agent, um, I, I think you make moves to see if you could get somebody else as a wide receiver. And as far as the draft goes, yeah, you just, you know, you just feel the need. I agree with the defensive tackle thing. Um I agree with T. Higgins, but it's there's a, there's a couple wide receivers out there, and I think y'all got, I think y'all got three second round picks. Am I not mistaken? Yeah, they got nine picks this year. So. Nine picks, yeah. See, so I think there's enough to go around. Y'all got enough money to spend, so everything should be good. I would probably lock down uh, Trey White right now before the you know his. Yeah, before his money gets too big. Do the Andy Reid rule and lock him down while they broke. All right, um, I'm going to be honest with you, and then we can move on a little bit. Um, first and foremost, the Bills need to shore up the team that they already got. I think we ran into this situation before. When they first went to the playoffs, they tore up the whole team. They didn't sign players yeah. that they should have signed, and, and then we ended up taking a step back. I get it. They were doing it for contractual reasons, things of that nature. Um, but I'm not a I'm not a, a a fan of I'm not a fan of tearing up teams. I think they need to shore up those those contracts. Jordan Phillips needs to stay. Trey White is a definite sign. You need to sign Trey White. You need to sign Jordan Phillips. And the reason why I say you need to decide. Not to interrupt you, Andre. Did you watch the press conference with Brandon Bean? Yeah, I seen the press conference. Um, my- right, so yeah, I think I think you and him are kind of on the same wavelength because I do believe um, him and Sean both mentioned uh, securing the team that they have now first. Yeah, they need to they need to secure the team that they have first. Then, then after that, then you need to go get you a big body, big radius, big, uh, big tall wide receiver. You probably could get that in the draft at the twenty-second pick. You probably could get um, Higgins if he falls, or Jefferson from LSU if he falls. I'm a big fan of Jefferson from, from, from LSU. Um, you also can get a corner. Um, you also can get you a, a real number two corner in the draft. Um, and I think, honestly, you need another pass rushing um, defensive lineman. I mean, you're losing you're losing uh, Lorenzo Alexander, who has been a major contributor to the pass rush. You're losing him. He's retired. And then Jerry Hughes, after what he just happened recently with Jerry, um, with Jerry Hughes, yeah. Uh, I don't know if the Bills are really happy about that whole situation. 
It's almost like probably not. It's almost like he tapped no tail. But regardless of the fact, um, that's a situation that's ongoing with the NFL right now. So I really think you need to go get another pass rusher, and then on top of that, you may need to go get another offensive lineman. But they went and got all these offensive linemen in the offseason, man. You still got little Adrian Waddle who has not played the snap uh, yet. You still have Ty Nishi who you did not hardly utilize as much as as much as folks thought that they they would uh, uh, last year. Um, you still got Feliciano. You understand what I'm saying? I don't know if you really need. I think the oh. offensive line thing is probably one of the last things you need to worry about right now. I, uh, I think it's one of it, for it, later. When, and, and, and I see Dennis Holmes' face right now, but to me. I felt like the big body wide receiver is first. Then I felt like the corner, the the number two corner, getting another corner is second. Then I think after that, after that, after first of all, after you shore up your contracts is first. Then your big body wide receiver. Then your corner is is one two three. Then the offensive line and the defensive tackle, all that come afterwards and whatever whatever uh, sequence you want to put it in. That's what I think. I'm just being honest. Um, so you said we have two picks in the second round, right? Yeah, there's two picks in the second round. So why not get the wide receiver in the first round, get a cornerback in the second round, and a pass uh, a, 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 a rusher in the second round? Yep. Okay, so the Bills have, uh, and I, I'm making sure that I give you all, all the right information um, for sure. The Bills have the 22nd overall pick. And then after the 22nd overall pick, they have as follows. I'm looking this up right now. So I make sure. Okay, they don't, it's too uh, too determined yet. Remember, playoffs is still going. So you don't know when the Bills pick is going to come in the second round yet. Because it's still be the turn. I do have I'm going to look at that. I mean, you're breaking up. To say I'm the host now. Uh, are we still on Facebook? That's what I want to know. Well, this, this, this is what I was going to say. Let me just go right back into it. I, I believe you get that offensive line first because if you if you got an offensive line, anything is possible. You get you get you got time to wait for your boy Smoke, aka John Brown, to get open because you got an offensive line. You know, you're running back. Even if he, if he lost a step, 
you know, he still got it because of that offensive line. You always go get that offensive line. That big body receiver, he's going to be there, you know. Right, and get you a better offensive line coach. Right, get you an offensive line coach. Let them better it out in the offseason. Now go ahead, Ron, say that again. I said, y'all got all the offensive linemen. Let them fight for it. They training camp. Better it out. Shout out to Randy. If you don't like what you got, then get... Uh, old lineman with the first pick. Shout out to Aaron Pop. Shout out to Darnell. Shout out to uh, Nicole. What's up? Shout out to Demetria. What's up? I, I think, uh, you know, you definitely got to get some old linemen. Um, but you might have to get a new offensive line coach. Might have to get one of them old school, you know, sled guys. You ain't got too many of them guys out there like that. Doing the sled, old school sled guys, they get those offensive linemen in sync. Some of the, a lot of a lot of offensive lines I be seeing, they not really in sync. The communication ain't really together, and that's what I be noticing in, in big games. Communication be lacking. You know they don't know who to pick up in blocks. I mean I understand you get beat by a better guy like like Cody. Cody's not a bad offensive lineman, but Cody got beat by JJ Watt. And Cody made a couple crucial mistakes. Yeah, but how bad is that really? I mean... Well, I, I, well, I think Cody's out of position, first of all. I think Cody should be at guard. I don't think Cody did that bad. From, from the beginning of the year when he started, he was a train wreck. Yeah. And remember, this is the first year he's had his knuckles in the dirt. Right, because he, he, he should be at guard. That's why I said he, sh- he should be at guard. But I think they're going to use him kind of as as both, where they can fit him in where they need him, because that's just how they run the offense. Yeah, they're going to make him. I understand what you're saying. They're going to make him a swing lineman. He could go guard, tackle, center. You know, somebody right. goes out, he's the first to come in. I understand that. I mean, if you can, if you can make the move, I say make the move and see if you get Trent Williams. Mm. If you can make the move, y'all got the money for it. Okay. The what uh, else I was going to say? Well, yeah. Can you get Trent Williams? Right. There's tackles out there, man. I, like I, like I said, my homie, man. Uh, I don't forgot his name now. <laughs> forgot his name or anything. He played for the. He played for the um the Denver Broncos, number sixty-eight. How do I forget his name? That fast. My man, it's gonna in this offseason it's gonna be a lot of old linemen and free agents. A lot of Yeah, it is. You got uh, Chicago. You got um, 
Denver, you got the Colts, you got um, the Chargers, you got all the offensive linemen going to be looking for a new team. Right. And sometimes just a, a change of scenery is just all they need. Yeah, I, I give it to Rogers. All right. Um, let me ask Ron Thomas and Dennis Holmes real quick. They're on here. Uh, thank you for, for uh, calling in from Georgia and Pennsylvania. Uh, I'll start with the, the Georgia man. Ron Thomas, who's the better quarterback? Aaron or Russell? Aaron. Okay. Dennis Holmes. Yeah, it's A-Rod. All right. Uh, you, you know it's a clean sweep for me. It's Aaron Rodgers to me. You know it's you know what I'ma say. Um, shout out to everybody that's tuned in right now. Thank you. Like and share the show on Facebook. Let me get to some of these comments real quick too. Uh, we got uh, L Raven said Wilson. Yeah, L Raven said Wilson. Uh, Ernest said Green Bay. Uh, Ethan said Rodgers, obviously, and. Al Raven said the Packers should win, but I can't discredit seven and one on the road. Uh, Deborah Beatty said that those two quarterbacks are equal. All right, so let's move. Let's move along to the running back position. Um, you have Aaron Jones and you have Marshawn Lynch. To be honest, I don't trust Marshawn Lynch. I don't trust. Him. Yeah. This is unanimous. Aaron Jones, Aaron Bones Jones, all right? Right. This is unanimous. Right. I, I, I agree. I think it's Aaron Jones, of course. Um, Aaron Jones almost put up 20 touchdowns this year. Yeah. Over 1,000 rushing, 500-plus yards receiving. Yeah. It's, it's a wash to me. It's definitely Jones. Deborah Beatty said it's Jones as well, uh, for sure. Um, all right, moving to the wide receivers that you have. You have um, – Devontae Adams and uh in M V S. You got uh you got Scantling on the other side, and then you have Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Well DK DK is having a good year for a rookie. He is DK is a beast. I think Buffalo should have got DK Metcalf, but I think the Eagles should have got DK Metcalf. You remember? Mm-hmm. So, who do you guys think? Do you think it's it's uh, Green Bay has the advantage at the wide receiver? I, think, I think Green Bay. They on the same page. They've been with their team longer than DK Metcalf been with Seattle. You said, repeat that again, Ryan. What what wide receivers does Green Bay have? Oh, they have they have Devontae Adams and in, in Scantling. One and two. As much as much as I like Metcalf, I'm gonna go with Green Bay. Alright. Um Yeah. Did it Green Bay. Green Bay too? Yeah. Ron, you went with Green Bay? Green Bay. Yeah. Um this is going to be a shock to you guys. You're going with DK and I'm going with Seattle. No, nah, it's not a shock because 
It's crazy because George was saying DK Metcalf don't run good routes. Ugh. But, uh, well, but to be honest. You learned, you listen, DK Metcalf will be a better route runner come year two, year three. Uh, but for now, yeah. I really think the Bills should have gotten And if you remember correctly, they're getting that route running thing from clear back in the combine because that was one of the things. I, he only had like what? Four or five what? routes ran really good. He did a one, one uh, route that he did. Uh, I think I think he's gonna be he's gonna be straight though with the route running. I think that'll come in time. Oh yeah. Uh, in due time. All right, moving up, uh, to the offensive line. Who has the better offensive line? Uh Seattle. I say uh, Green Bay. Run. And this why? Because Seattle, no, y'all know old, old man. <laughs> they never had none. <laughs> they, which, what you say? Oh, what you say? Max Unger, Max, uh, Max Unger didn't, didn't cut it. What? <laughs> <laughs> y'all crazy, yo. So, <laughs> I'm, gonna, you me. I'm gonna go with Green Bay. On the old line situation. Um, <clears throat> all right, let's get into some speed round. Let's uh, speed this up because we got some more divisional games to talk about. Um, all right, defensive uh, line, defensive line. Whose defensive line is better? I'm going with Green Bay. I'm going with Seattle. Mm, I'll go with Green Bay. I'll go with Green Bay. When you got when you got Zedarius and Preston acting a fool. The Smith brothers, the Smith brothers is acting the fool. Uh, I'm gonna go with them, even though Clowney and them ain't no joke. They ain't nothing to be. But, first of all, Clowney been hurt, so you don't know what you're gonna get from Clowney. Well, That's listen, I can't say that. Last week, he made Jason Peters look like he need to retire at halftime. Well, that last week, but what he gonna do this week? Uh, prior to saying he's been doing heating up. Heating up, waiting for this game. That's probably it. He ain't even had to pay no fine or nothing. Terrible. Right. All right. Um. Let's go with corners. Better corners. Uh, I think it's too hard. I think it's it's Green Bay. Uh, you think it's Green Bay? I don't think it's that easy. I, I think it's <laughs> I think it's split down the middle. That's what I think. It's split right down the middle. Right down the middle, y'all. Both of y'all are terrible. That's what I was gonna. That's what I got. I mean, y'all not terrible. But I'm gonna say this: y'all don't cover DK Metcalf. Y'all will be going home. That's it. I can I can agree with that, Ron Thomas. I can agree with you on that. 
definitely, definitely a focal, a very uh, focus point is to cover DK Metcalf for sure. Definitely to cover DK Metcalf. All right, um, linebackers. Green back. No, no. Seattle on that. Uh, that's, a, that's a wash. No, I say Green Bay. They've been stepping up this year. Yeah, but they ain't better than the best in the business. The best in the business. <laughs> um, all right. Um, safeties. That's another one, yeah. That's a, that's another time. I got to go Seattle on that Okay. All right. All right. I'm going to go with, I'll be honest with you, I'm going to go with uh, Green Bay on that one. Um, as well, but all right. So we got we got through the Seattle Green Bay game. Uh, I want to talk about the other three games in the session. We won't go position by position, but I do want to talk about um, Baltimore Tennessee coming up. Uh, give me your reason. Who's gonna win? Real quick. Speed round. One minute. All right. Well, listen. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ryan. Tennessee. That's from going all over Baltimore. Hearing. He's been playing his best game. He's been living his best life. You see what he did to New England. Uh, he finished doing it to Baltimore. I'm going to have to agree with that. And I'm going to put down that uh, Tannehill and Henry are both playing for a contract. So, if they now they went and they upset the Patriots. They go upset the Baltimore Ravens. Boy, they're going to reset the market. Uh-huh. That's all I'm going to say. I think, I think it's Baltimore. Uh, I think Baltimore has too many weapons. I think uh, their tires uh, give them another dimension uh, in their in their offensive game. In the Tennessee, yes, it's going to be a murder investigation. Uh <laughs> If the Tennessee Titans can't cover Baltimore's uh, tight ends, it's going to be a murder investigation for sure. Baltimore Ravens on that. All right. Uh, let's go with uh, Minnesota and San Francisco. Uh, San Francisco. I think we're going to have a funeral or a halftime for Minnesota quarterback. R.I.P. Um, I'm going to shock the world. I'm going with the Vikings. I say the Vikings are going to win this game. And they're going on to uh, Green Bay and take on the Packers. You like that? (laughs) Ha ha. Definitely like that, for sure. I definitely like that. I love to see Green Bay and Minnesota part three. Definitely. In Lambeau. That would be beautiful. Um, I'm going to, just for the sake of purposes, I'm, I think the 49ers will win this game. And I'm looking at Deborah Beatty. She's probably staring a hole, hole into this doggone uh, broadcast right now, waiting for me to say the 49ers. But I'm going to take the Minnesota Vikings. Two! Deborah! Look, last week, Deborah. y'all were not listening to me last week about the same. Y'all still not listening to me. 
So the 49ers will beat Minnesota this week. 28 to 17. Then you got to lay off that lane. All right. You be all right. So the last game of the night will be uh, Kansas City and the Houston Texans. And I'm going with Big Red, Andy Reid. He's going to take the Kansas City Chiefs right to the Super Bowl and win it at the State Farm Bowl. It's not going to be called the Super Bowl. <laughs> They're going to rename it to the State Farm Bowl. I got Kansas City. Uh, no weapons. Definitely eat for days. Right. That's that's what I was saying. Plus, you know, I just think, uh, you know, Mr. Michael Jordan on cleats, he just needs a little bit more help, and then his time will be there. I think. But I don't know if he's going to get the money for it. I mean, I don't know if they got the money for it. I think they need, like, a tight end. I said they need a tight end. I've been said that. They need. They need a tight end bad. Texas, no doubt, done tight end. See, I knew it. So you going with Kansas City, right, Rob? Yep. All right, Riverboat, Rob. I got you. <laughs> Go ahead, Dennis. Uh, I'm going with Kansas City too. Yeah, it's a wash. Mm. Going with Kansas City. In fact, I made this comment on one of the shows earlier this week. I honestly think Kansas City is I said it's going to be a State Farm Bowl. <laughs> it's not going to be none of the Super Bowl. It's going to be the State Farm Bowl. This yeah. kind of double check. That would be beautiful if we get a State Farm Super Bowl. Yeah, but only bad thing was going to be for you is y'all lost. Y'all lost to Andy Reid. He got his first ring against his, his former team. Okay. You say so. I mean, hey, it is what the, it is. The show ain't going to the flood. Le flood. Yeah, I had to say it. That's my first time trying that one. Le flood. That'd be Peppy Le Fleur. Right. All right. Um, so I do want to switch it around a little bit. I do have two things in mind that we need to talk about before we go off the air. And um, it's in basketball. I want to know uh, what you guys definitely think about last night. Russell Westbrook and his return to OKC. Uh, give me your thoughts, starting with Dennis. Uh, I think last night it was two teams that realized they made a mistake. You know, Chris Paul went out there and performed and let Houston know, you know, you made a mistake when you let me go. And, you know, Russell Westbrook, on the other hand, he got a great, video uh documentary that they did for him right before the game it was it was real nice man he um they called him mr thunder and everything it was it was nice the way they did it but again they shouldn't have let him go but it, it is what it is uh, you know okay what's your thoughts ron the same thing The same thing, I agree everything he said. Um, I'm going to segue off of L. Raven. And, and barely do I segue off of uh, L. Raven. Because me and L. Raven barely 
uh, agree on a whole lot of things. So, uh, I'll segue this off of what he just said in the comment section. Shout out to Luke Heath, by the way. Um, they lost, number one. Number two, uh, I think, and this is just my own opinion because I watched the game last night, I honestly think that Russell Westbrook is an egomaniac. The dude had all his stats on the back of his shirt, first and foremost, and on his shoes. That's number, number three. He also wore a shirt that said, um, no regrets. Huh? Uh, that's, um, the, that's Brody for you. Uh, no regrets. This guy is an egomaniac. And, and dude, um, the I, it was nice of OKC to do that. But I also think it was petty. Real petty. Mm. And the reason why I think it was real petty is because uh, the next uh, question that we got to ask is, what did you think about KD's comments to Kendrick Perkins about Westbrook? Uh, I think KD's comments to Kendrick. It, it was more so like his butt was hurt because he heard him say to uh, Russell Westbrook was Mr. Thunder. Like, you know, KD got this thing where he just liked to, you know, use his Twitter thing, his Twitter thumbs, and make sure he got something to say. But like, sometimes you just need to sit back and not say nothing, rehab, and do what you need to do. I think it was just real childish. Like, why would you even sit there and go back and forth with this man, knowing that y'all used to be teammates and y'all still hang out to this day? You could have just called him. But you're going to go back and forth with him about this and that? It was, it was petty. That was what I uh, what I would call petty right there. On Russell Westbrook's deck. Yeah. Um, Ron? To me, uh, KD is in his feelings. But what I don't understand, you asked to leave the thunder. You asked for it. You did not sign back up, brother. No. You did not sign back up. So why you going to be in your feeling? Mm. You, you went to the team that they got bullied for the last, what, four years. The Warriors were, were bullied the um, Thunder. Right, right. Those so was some, you know, those used to be some epic games, but right. at the end of the day, book? okay, see what went. I mean, let me honest, let's keep it a book. But um, it is like I said, it is what it is. I, it's very interesting. So now, uh, so I just took all that in. I took every bit of everything that was just said in. I need the first and foremost. Uh, Kendrick Perkins, shut up. I'm sorry. Kendrick Perkins, shut up. By no means did you have to go on Twitter and say that. You could have kept that to yourself. Petty as hell. He wanted to. He, Kendrick Perkins knew that by saying that, that would get that would get a reaction. This is the same Kendrick Perkins who was damn near roommates with Kevin Durant. You damn near was buddy buddies. Like, y'all hung together the whole nine yards. 
So for you to go on Twitter and say that, come on, man, you could have kept that opinion to yourself. Number one, not only is it blasphemous as hell, it's not true, but number two, it's kind of petty. Like, oh, Mr. Thunder, are you serious? No, dude. No, absolutely not. Ron. 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 Let me finish my thought first. I got to say this, because you got... When it comes to Kevin Durant, I don't understand why y'all why so so annoyed. Like, the man, the, first of all, OKC had an opportunity to shore up Kevin Durant. They didn't. They let Kevin Durant test the free agency market. That's what really happened. Not the fact that Kevin Durant just walked. They let him test the free agency. And my question again is, and I'll, and I'll put this in a parable to you. If you have a good girlfriend, she does everything uh, for you. Do you let her test the waters? No. Okay. So that, that, that's question, that's number one. Number two, the OKC organization had made a couple of bad moves in between all of this as well. I mean, come on, man. I get it that the Warriors was 73-9, and nine, but please let's not act like the Warriors didn't draft all these players, that the Warriors didn't just get better organically. Um, plus, on top of that, they had – Steve Kerr as a coach. No, somebody who was who was who barely had coached three seasons when they went uh, seventy three and nine. You had Scotty Brooks. Yes, Scotty Brooks, and then you brought in Billy Dum Dum Donovan. I'm sorry, I, I, I gotta I gotta put this out there. People be people get upset at the Warriors. Why y'all upset at the Warriors? The Warriors got really good. And this is the only team who could beat LeBron James. That took LeBron James and them off, off of a pedestal. Then, 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 you got Kevin Durant, who's who's been what a OKC Thunder before they was even an OKC OKC Thunder uh, Seattle SuperSonics. Come on, man! And you don't get a man the money. First of all, you didn't put enough pieces together. They already had talent. You get rid of James Harden for three million total. Three million total. You get rid of James Harden. You ship him off. I'm not buying this whole whole OKC Thunder thing. With oh well, you know they were up three to one on on Warriors. It was up three to one. Westbrook and Durant is the reason why they didn't advance more so on Westbrook than Durant, but. Nevertheless, both of them are the reason why they didn't advance. My thing is, if you really believe that you can beat the Warriors, how come you didn't go put better pieces together the next year? You know what OKC did? They went and got rid of uh, Cantor. They got rid of Ibaka. They got rid of Ibaka. Then they tried to bring, oh my goodness, they tried to bring Oladipo in. Then they tried to bring Melo in. That didn't work. Then they uh then what? They tried to bring Paul George in. Paul George got a whiff of OKC and said, "Up, I'm out of here. Up, I'm out of here." And if Russ was so Mr. Thunder, like everybody claimed, then how come Russ didn't stay? Russ could have stayed. Russ was offered two hundred million to stay. Um, See, do y'all remember? You forgot. Million. So if you really wanted to stay, you would have stayed. Nah, he did too. The minute that Paul George dipped. So did Westbrook, and he went to go play with his childhood friend. But everybody's so mad at at Katie. 
just because the synopsis of 73 and 9, a team that was organically built. Kevin Durant going to the Warriors was the was the the uh, Da Vinci Code to LeBron James for so many years, stacking his teams up and winning the East, going to the finals easily. But everybody mad at Katie. Can I say this? Sorry. Okay. How long you been knowing me? A long time. Okay. So say we live on the same street and we get beat up every day. Every day for three years. We get beat up in the in the job. And one day you decided to be on that team that uh, used to beat us up. How that make you feel, right? Um, for some people, it's if you can't beat them, join them. Um, again, I'm not saying that his move was the most competitive move in the world, because it probably it wasn't. But, again, we're only seeing part of the issue and not the whole entire issue. I want people, if you're going to sit here and talk about Kevin Durant what? and small piece of the pie, I need you to take the whole piece of the pie. I need you to take the whole pie and talk about the whole situation on okay. why it got to the point where Kevin Durant went to the Warriors. Okay. Now, I'm going to ask you this. Is Kevin Garnett, I mean, Kevin, KD is a uh, superstar, right? Yeah. Okay, whatever all that, what he was doing with the Warriors, why he ain't do that so I'm glad that you asked that question. Number one, first of all, culture is totally different. KD even told you that he had fun playing with the Warriors and that it was a lot it was a lot easier as far as chemistry concerned until the whole Draymond Green situation played. He had a whole lot of fun playing. When you having fun, things change. KD became a better two way player when he went to the Warriors because of the fun. I mean, between him and Russell Westbrook arguing over who's the bigger alpha dog in the, in the, on the team, come on, man. Like, the OKC organization didn't do a good job of even trying to defuse that situation, in which it tore up the team. It definitely tore up the team. When you go ask other OKC players that played besides Kendrick Perkins with his uh, ride-along bandwagon uh, self, um, who he should have just kept his comments to himself. He had to put that on Twitter. Um, they say that it was rough. Now, is you a super and then, Hold on. And then here's the other part. Everybody who left OKC ended up doing better when they left. Think about it. That true? Serge Ibaka as soon as he left. Victor Oladipo became an all-star as soon as he left. Carmelo Anthony's now on a better team, even though he had his whole debacle years later, blah, 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 yeah. on a different team. But he, he ended up being a better player, leaving, leaving. So there's, I mean, there's proof that when you leave Russ, that you get better as a player. And that's just my point. And we got like 60 seconds left in the show. But it's real. I know I'm let you have that little bit. I mean, it's real. Come on, I'm, I, I'm, I'm one. Take the whole pie. I can't take part of the pie. I get it. I'm a. I just think the way that went about the whole thing, 